really optimization is not just keeping the same thing you know year round you're always consistently changing it so as you you know as you change in your career you get new responsibilities in your job you make sure you keep your professional experience and your job experience section updated so optimization just it, it changes year round and it changes with the way that things are changing in your in your life This is Your Career GPS, the podcast designed to help teens, young adults, students, new grads, and emerging professionals navigate their career journey. I'm Brad Minton. Welcome back to Your Career GPS podcast. I'm so delighted that you have uh, come back to join us again. If you are a returning listener, I want to say thank you for following us along this journey. It has really, really been amazing to kick off 2023, and we're going to continue on uh, building momentum as we uh, move forward and tackle some of these top career-related uh, challenges for Gen Z and millennials, students, new grads, and, and who this podcast is really devoted to. If you are, in fact, a new listener, make sure that you do follow us. Uh, check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. Hit that subscribe button. And then also check us out on Instagram at Your Career GPS Podcast. Also, do you have a, a topic or an idea for a future episode? You know, you can actually reach out to me at uh, Your Career GPS Podcast at gmail.com. So definitely take advantage of that as well. So I want to go ahead and uh, kick off today's episode by saying we're going to tackle an important challenge today, which is all about LinkedIn optimization, uh, such an important topic for young job seekers out here today looking to make their mark, looking to establish their personal brand, looking to really, really develop uh, their own capabilities within their their networking prowess and, and all of those types of things. And I have an, a guest that I'm really, really excited to talk to today. Jamie Edwards is a successful people leader. He's a culture champion and has spent most of his career building, developing, and leading high-performing sales and operations teams for Fortune 50 companies. After mastering the career development track, he now coaches others and provides a knowledgeable and fun approach on how to build an attractive, high-quality resume, how to create a more visible LinkedIn profile, and how to have confidence answering the toughest questions during the interview process. His spotlight posts that he creates every for every candidate and displays to his entire network of 17,000-plus followers gets a ton of engagement, which helps job seekers get more vis visibility and even more recruiters and hiring managers reaching out. That's awesome. So today, uh, Jamie has helped over 100 people rock their job search and increase their chances of getting interviews and job offers through his company, Jam Sessions with Jamie. So first of all, welcome, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, Brad. That was a mouthful, right? But that was uh, that was perfect. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. So uh, before we dive into the session today, I just kind of wanted to learn a little bit more about Jam Sessions with Jamie and really, you know, what that that theme is about and learn a little bit more about your own brand and how you created that. Yeah, so I've spent 12 years, the uh, last 12 years as a leader, like you said, for several Fortune 50 companies. And I've done everything from hiring people, reviewing resumes, interviewing folks to put on my sales and operations teams. I've helped people with their LinkedIn profiles. So I took pretty much 
my background that I had the last 12 years. Uh, and something I always wanted to do was become a career coach myself and help job seekers and take everything I learned and now share that wealth of knowledge with others. And the whole idea behind Jam Sessions with Jamie is that I have a love for music. My family's big into music. I was in choir. My mom used to play in a band. My whole family is very music oriented. So I took the idea of jam sessions um, that could be obviously music related and also a jam session as in a brainstorming session. So I came up with that idea uh, and it all came together as I started doing it in my branding um, saying like, do you want to do job seekers want to be a number one hit in the eyes of recruiters and hiring managers? Or do you want to take your job search to the top of the charts? So everything kind of just came <laughs> together uh, from a branding perspective. And that's where the name came from. And with my sessions, they're they're one hour long and you can do a resume review with me where you go top to bottom and build, build a resume together. Uh, we build your LinkedIn profile together or we practice interviewing. Uh, and it's very knowledgeable and fun. And at the end, there's a music aspect. I always ask my guests or my clients <laughs> what they like to listen to music wise. And then we always have a song loaded up and we rock out at the end of the session. So it makes it fun. It's just a lot of fun. People can ask questions and, uh, you know, people just get very comfortable doing it. I love that. I love how it's authentic to you. I think it's it's obviously it's it's such a neat kind of twist on something that, you know, for for individuals kind of going into can be a stressful time, can be a little bit anxiety producing, but you really kind of help alleviate that, which I think is uh, is just the coolest thing. So very, you know, kudos to you. Thank you. So in, in kind of hitting the the topic today of LinkedIn, this is, you know, really what I wanted to tap your brain about because, you know, you really are doing a fantastic job of establishing a, a presence. You've built such a great following for yourself. You know, one of the things that I did want to know uh, first and foremost is that, you know, for for you being able to establish that over time and, and you know, get this this following for yourself you know, has probably come with some trial and error, has probably come with a lot of learning experiences. So I was just curious about how you were able to get to this point. And it seems like your growth is is still continuing to, to flourish. Yeah, so I seriously came back on this platform uh, back in April of this year. And I had less than 500 followers uh, with my network and really came back on to the, to the tool. And it looked very foreign to me again, because like, you know, even though I've been on it for a while, it took a little bit, I was kind of off it for a while. So mm -hmm. I came back on and saw people posting content. And to anyone that comes back on, like I said, it can look totally different if you don't be on something for a while. So when I came back on, I, I really what I did was I made an introduction post, just introducing myself back to my network. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I kind of just sat back a little bit and saw what people were talking about on LinkedIn. And I started engaging with folks uh, on their posts and kind of leaving insightful comments and getting my name out there more. And yeah. what that did was it drew people back to my to my profile and wanting to know what I do. And then I started doing things like making my own content, talking about things that were passionate to me, which is helping job seekers and being a positive presence on the platform. And mm -hmm. I started getting into my own with writing content and being consistent and showing up all the time. Uh, and at that point, people just started coming onto my network. They wanted to know who I was. So mm -hmm. I started getting more connections. I started networking more. And yeah. the thing kind of just spiraled and went, you know, over the several months, I just started growing more and more. Um, and that's where I got to the point today is you know, with my personal brand and doing the things that I've done on my profile, like I said, I've just been building a community of people that appreciate what I'm bringing to the table and they want to learn more about what I do. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and, and one, I, I think back to, you know, I guess that we had not too long ago uh, on this podcast, Caitlin Richards. And uh, one of the things that she said that you just, you know, reiterated was consistency about showing up, just being present and, and delivering consistency in the messaging. And, and it, it's very, very, that element of it is pretty, pretty important to, to reap the rewards that you're talking about. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just, you don't have to show up every single day. Uh, you can show up every couple of days. You don't even have to make your own content. A lot of people grow their network just by being engaging on other people's posts and being a presence that way and just leaving comments on people. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can grow on LinkedIn and LinkedIn can really be your best friend when it comes to just being known and getting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. One of the things that I commonly encounter in my work with students, with new graduates, with this new generation, number one is that they're not really familiar with the platform at all. Sure. <laughs> but number two, when they're first in that process of building a profile, it's uh, a little bit daunting. It, it seems like, wow, this is pretty complex and there's so many different variations and there's so many elements to kind of to kind of put into it. Just from your perspective, where do you feel like most people kind of get it wrong? Yeah, let me kind of start with that first part of that question. So the biggest misconception right now with LinkedIn is that people think they come on the platform just when they need something, when they need a job, and that's what it's for. But LinkedIn has really turned into LinkedIn 2.0, where it's more than just a <laughs> job market now. It's yeah. a way to build a community and get yourself out there. But what I see most people do get wrong is when it comes to their profiles, they don't really have a clear direction on what it is they're wanting to do next or what it, what their goals are. They have trouble kind of reiterating that and, and figuring out what that brand is that they're trying to portray to others. So if somebody's looking for a job, you know, you need to be clear with what you're doing now and maybe what that step is that you want to do next and what your skills are. So that way a recruiter knows what you want to do next and what your goals are. So a lot of people I think are very unclear on their profiles with what that next step is and what the, what the future holds for them. Oh yes. I mean, it's such a, such an amazing point because what you are putting together in terms of your own messaging and the the delivery of that message will attract a certain type of people, right? If you are really interested in pursuing a career, you know, in in finance and you're constantly posting stuff that's related to career development, it's off brand. It's you know, you're not going to attract the opportunities that you're that you're maybe looking for. So no, I I think that that's that's amazing. You know, on the 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 concept of profile, one of the the areas of strength that you bring to the table is is profile optimization. And so for for anybody who's listening to this who's maybe still kind of toiling with the platform or maybe individuals who work with others who are are getting used to the platform, how do you define optimization or LinkedIn profile optimization? 
Sure. So I think optimization, what it comes down to is you create a profile that's visibly enhancing where you know that people can find you easy. And a lot of times that starts with the top of your profile. It could start with your banner photo that you have, right? Using a prof- a program like Canva to create a nice appealing banner where people it catches people's eyes and they know who you are. Or you create a very nice headline where if somebody wants to search for you because of SEO and search engine optimization, you want to make sure you have keywords so people can find you easier. So I always try to start with the top and then go down from there. Um, and really optimization is not just keeping the same thing you know, year round. You're always consistently changing it. So as you, you know, as you change in your career, you get new responsibilities in your job, you make sure you keep your professional experience and your job experience section updated. Or maybe if your background gets a little stale after three months, you go back and you change a new banner. So that way it gives your profile a fresh look to it. So optimization just, it, it changes year round and it changes with the way that things are changing in your, in your life. I love that that point that you brought up there about how this is constantly evolving. And I think that that's, that's great. That's actually really refreshing to hear because a lot of times people kind of feel like it, in some way it's sort of this old standard that you're kind of locked into something. But, but you know, these are updates that you're continuing to make and grow and expand upon. And, and you know, you mentioned the headline, you know, is a really, really important part to, to attract that attention to you. One of the things, or I guess a common question that I get for individuals who are new to the platform is really about that headline, because the headline is is really like your declaration of, of who you are. How how would an individual kind of know what to put on there or how to customize it the right way? Or, you know, I think that's another thing, too, is a lot of people don't even know that they can customize it. <laughs> Yeah, sure. So that's a great question. So it just depends on kind of what stage you're in in your career. So if you're a job seeker, you know, what you really want to do, obviously, is first thing, put the put the job title that you're currently in, what you're doing now. Then maybe you separate it and you add two to three skills, hard skills or soft skills that you have that maybe will appeal to a recruiter who's looking to fill a role that has those skills. Uh, maybe you can even talk about transitioning to this job. So what you want to transition to next. And then what I always do, like if you look at my profile, I put personal stuff in there too. Uh, I put on there that I'm a girl dad, right? I have a two-year-old daughter. So that stands out from somebody who wants to know not only are you professional, but you also have a personality to you as well. And that's a conversation starter. So the headline should be a little bit professional, a little bit personal. And don't be afraid to put like emojis in there and make it colorful, make it fun. Like every single one of my things I have where I talk about my catch line right on the front, it says, I help job seekers rock their job search. It's very clear. It tells people what I do. I list my services after and I put emojis on there. And then I talk about myself personal and it just creates for a very nice uh, headline that people see. And when I comment on other people's posts, they know my headline. They know it's me commenting on it because they've seen my headline before and it's very eye-catching. I like that a lot. I think that that's a really, really important message there about, you know, what you've got the the capability to do. And, and it's important in this context to kind of think beyond the black and the white. It's really easy to get sucked into thinking of yourself as a job title or a set of responsibilities or a set of strengths. Uh, but instead, you know, you are a person at the end of the day, you are a human, you've, you're a family man in addition to what you do in your career. And I think that, uh, 
uh, I think that attracts people in and of itself because it it lets somebody know that there's a person behind this and, you know, not a robot. <laughs> yeah, it really does. I mean, side note to that, like a while ago, I, you know, I had somebody reach out to me, a recruiter, asked me if I was interested in certain positions. They said, I also think it's really cool that you're a girl dad. I have a daughter myself. How old's your daughter? And that was <laughs> a way that we just had a conversation. And now if I was going to interview with that person, I don't feel like that interview is an interrogation anymore. I feel like I'm mm-hmm. having a conversation now, um, which is nice. You already warmed up to that person and now you feel more comfortable talking to that person. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And, um, and, and I want to piggyback off that and say that was a huge reason why I I wanted to get Jamie on the podcast for this particular subject, because that's what attracted me to his profile. That's what attracted me to his brand is the fact that it was a little bit different and then it did have human qualities and it had this really cool artistic theme with the music and and all of those things that me personally I align with and I feel like there's um there's you know so much to be said about that and and you know this is a, a now an opportunity that was created from that and so you know just another working example so <laughs> yeah definitely so one of the things that uh you know, does also come up in that discussion about about the the profile and about the optimization is this biography or the about section. And I think that one really, really comes with a bit of anxiety about what to include in there or what to put, how to make it maybe a little bit different or a little bit unique. But you there's really no guidance on it, you know, when you're just kind of, you know, filling it out. So I guess where would you say is a good place to start and and what would you uh, suggest people uh, include in that about or that biography section? Sure. So I think your about me section can be a lot of different things, but what you see most people do now is they just start from the get-go and say like results-oriented leader or (laughs) detail-oriented this. They just make a long paragraph of just everything they do. It's almost like you're reading their resume, but now Mm -hmm. you're looking at LinkedIn. But you know, with LinkedIn, you want, once again, for your about me section to be eye-catching. So I always say your first thing should always be able to put a line or a sentence that's a hook that's going to catch people's attention. So maybe you say something along the lines of, you know, I appreciate you reading this far into my profile. If you've come this far, let me tell you a little bit more about me. Now you've just Mm -hmm. caught that person's eye and maybe you put an emoji on there with like somebody waving high. So that way it catches the person's eye as well. And then you can talk a little bit about your professional background, what you do, instead of just listing your skills and you do this very well, Mm -hmm. Brad, on your profile is you list things top to bottom. You don't list them just in a paragraph because when you do things top to bottom, it's easier for the reader to see what you're doing. So I always say listing your skills that way. Maybe you include some things like what people say about you. If you have any recommendations, you put some fun quotes on there. What do people say about you? So you make this section fun. So that way, somebody who's gone on your profile, they don't just stop by seeing your top part of your profile. They want to read the whole thing. And then also, like I said, talk about what you do outside of your work. What it, what makes you a person, right? What are some of your hobbies again? And what, you know, what makes you, you? You want to make it refreshing and then throw once again, some fun, some fun different pictures in there and emojis that, that match what you're talking about. So that way, once again, you catch the eye of people. And that's how you construct a really good about me section that's eye catching and appealing. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think another way that I would just kind of uh, reframe that is is to embed your why. You know, you uh, it's it's natural 
a tendency to want to, you know, throw everything and the kitchen sink out, you know, to, to try to attract attention. As you said, you can really make that whole section very compacted by just saying, I'm going to put anything and everything that's remotely relevant, <laughs> yeah. but, but really tying it all together with your, with your reason for being and your, your why and the, what you want to accomplish and, and those types of things I think is, is a, a real, real selling point, and that can that can suck that reader in for sure. Yep, very true. It's all about your why, and we all have a different why for what we do things. So the, the fact that you can get that point across is great. Yeah, yeah. So there are so many different elements to uh, to the LinkedIn profile. You know, we've got you know your education section, we've got a volunteer section, we've got a skills section, and and, and it goes on and on and on. Just in in your working with clients, do you seem to notice kind of coming in that certain people are neglecting certain areas? Are they disregarding certain areas that could actually be really, really important points to, to add in? Yeah. I mean, other than like the headline and the banner, once again, being very creative, if I had to think of something else, uh, it would definitely be a, a couple things I could think of that people don't utilize very often is the recommendation section. Ooh, um, that's yes. a huge section. Mm -hmm. People don't realize that recommendations can go a long way, especially if they're current recommendations. So if you ever worked with somebody in the past or you have a good relationship with somebody, Ask them if they know your work ethic and they know how you are. Ask them to make a recommendation for you. That goes mm -hmm. a long way. When I'm hiring people, I always love to see what others have to say about that person. One of the sections that's on there too is endorsements. I would say that endorsements don't really matter as much as recommendations because a lot of recruiters can see through the endorsement section because anybody can just <laughs> click on the skills you have. And if I yes. never worked with you, mm -hmm. how do I know you actually have those skills? But a recommendation really goes a long way because it shows people who maybe worked with you or knows who you are. And then the other section that people neglect and don't know what they can do is creating a profile video uh, on LinkedIn, mm. which is something really cool. Uh, it's a way that just gets your, you know, it gets people to see your personality right away the minute they go onto your profile because what happens is a, a little three second uh, snapshot of your video will play and then it piques the person's interest to click on your huh. profile picture and see your video and it could be just something as simple as saying you know hi i'm jamie edwards you know welcome to my profile i'm so glad you found me on here i can't wait to learn more about you and connect with you and it just brings a welcoming aspect to your profile for people to say hey yeah i stopped by your profile let me get to know more about you so the profile video and the recommendation section i would say are two definite places that people could really focus on to enhance their profile even more. Mm. Oh, I love that. And I'm so glad that I brought you onto the podcast today because you just reminded me that I need to re-record mine because I, I, I don't have one currently. Always <laughs> so, a good idea. Yeah, exactly. No, that's so great. That's so great. And it really does. I, I, I noticed that, you know, in, in personal bias, I noticed that when I'm coming across individuals whose profiles have those short little videos, I'm already interested. And I, I want to make sure I know what it is that they're saying and and maybe more importantly, how they actually pronounce their name and yeah. and, uh, and and how they communicate. I think it's a really, really good way to sort of gauge somebody's energy. 
and and, and get an idea of of um, you know their their communication style, so that you can ascertain a lot just from a little one minute video. <laughs> For sure, hundred percent. Yeah. So um, one of the things that that I am kind of curious about, you have obviously achieved uh, you know a great deal of success and learned a really really important formula to to create an authentic brand for yourself, um, really uh, produce some fantastic content that aligns with that brand, develop a following, engaging with others. So you're, you're doing all of the, the, the best possible things. And I'm kind of curious from the standpoint of maybe individuals who you've worked with or, you know, have encountered, are there good success stories of individuals who maybe could could replicate the same thing or have replicated the same thing and, and got similar results. Yeah. So I had a candidate who did a jam session with me uh, a couple months ago. Uh, we did a resume review and we also helped with her LinkedIn optimization. Um, and her you know profile originally was something she never worked on and she just didn't really know how to do some things on LinkedIn um, and how to just navigate it. So I, we went through the tips and tricks on LinkedIn and we went through top to bottom and how she can make it more appealing. And I literally just found out a few days ago um, that she accepted a, a new job offer, offer a company in talent acquisition uh, and she was super excited. Uh, she went from like the retail world to the recruiting world and she said her profile really helped uh, in terms of getting noticed more, picking up interviews and then eventually getting a job offer. So yeah, it was just two months ago and she ended up getting a job from it and she circled back around and thanked me for the service and you know, I love seeing stories like that. Anytime a, I can help somebody take down their open to work, their green banner, uh, that's, a, <laughs> that's a win for me. We see them so, see them so much on LinkedIn and uh, just try to take them down one at a time. That is an awesome story. And, and I really, really love and appreciate that because it is, it's, it's a really rewarding feeling just kind of knowing that, uh, number one, you played a role in that. But number two, you know, they were able to get uh, the results that they were looking for. You, you brought up something really, really cool at the end of that, this, this green banner, which some candidates and, and some individuals, I know job seekers, don't even know how to do that. But there is a, a capability on the profile uh, where you can add in like a little green ring around your profile that says hashtag open to work. And so I was... Just for our listeners who aren't familiar with that, what would be the benefits of using that? So the open to work banner is great because what it does is it shows recruiters and hiring managers that you are actually open to work and they can find you easier. So when you set up that green banner, you have a choice to either have that green banner displayed to everybody on LinkedIn <laughs> Or you can have it displayed just to people who have the recruiter or hiring manager background or mm -hmm. uh, job experience because there are people out there that maybe are in a toxic workplace or they're trying to get out of their current workplace. They want to do something different, so they, but they don't want their company to see that they're open to work, right? So maybe they just yes. make it maybe they just make it available to recruiters and hiring managers. But mm -hmm. it's really a great way that LinkedIn does this for you to be noticeable and for people to find you. And, and the same thing goes for the recruiters and hiring managers. They have that purple ring that says hiring, right? So that yes. way job seekers can find them easier. And I think I saw one time a I don't remember who the recruiter was, but one time somebody said, oh, putting up the green open to work banner shows that you're desperate for a job. And that mm. was just a really terrible take on that. If anyone yes. knows it, like LinkedIn provides this because it's supposed to help you. 
It's mm-hmm. not showing that you're desperate. It's showing that you are ready and able to work and you want to find your next position. So if any yes. job seeker has ever been told that, don't listen to that outside noise. Put mm-hmm. that green banner up and wear it with pride and know that once you get that job offer and you finally get that yes, you can take that thing down and now you can write the next chapter of your story. Mm. Such a good point. Such a good point. And I think an important element to that too, and I, and I don't remember exactly what the numbers were, so I can't say definitively what the data said, but but I think they actually did a little bit of research into how effective that green banner actually is. And those with it were having better results. I mean, that was the moral of the story. And again, I couldn't say in terms of per, what the percentage difference was, but but it is. It's a it's an absolute game changer. And it's like this it's like this flag to employers that hey, uh, look over here. You know, I'm available. And you know, if my skills match yours, you know, give me a call. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about. So, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, Jamie, this has really just been a fantastic episode. And what I want to sort of recap or or, or I guess cap off with uh, in terms of discussing the uh, the LinkedIn element was for individuals who are new to the platform, who are getting used and to um, uh, to this whole element and really building a profile. And what do you feel like maybe is the best first step? You know, what is the the one thing that they could jump on LinkedIn today? to do that uh, would prove to be a uh, an easy, safe, maybe kind of lead into the platform? Sure. So besides kind of getting your profile optimized and, and making your banner and things like that, the first thing you can really do when you come to LinkedIn is just sit back and take it all in. Look mm. at your news feed. See whose posts are being recommended to you and seeing, see what appeals to you and what you like talking about and start engaging with others. Start leaving meaningful mm-hmm. comments, not just mm-hmm. things like great posts or awesome. Like, Be more insightful <laughs> like you've read that person's post and you can share an insightful comment. And then once you start getting some connections under your belt and you start building your network a little bit more, I would always create a, once again, a first post, just introducing yourself to LinkedIn. Like, hey, everybody, I'm Jamie Edwards. I'm newer to LinkedIn and I'm looking to grow my network and I want to let you know a little bit more about me. And now you just talk about what your background looks like. Once again, what are you, what are your, per, you know, what do you do personally and what do you do professionally? And you let people know what your, really what your goal is. What are you trying to accomplish on LinkedIn? And then at that point, just think about things that are, that mean a lot to you that you want to talk mm-hmm. about. What is your niche? You can talk about anything. If you want to talk about puppies because you love dogs and adopting puppies, like <laughs> someone's going to appeal to that and they're going to come flock to you. Like anything you talk about, if it's, if it's great and you can put it in a post, there's always going to be somebody that appeals to, and that's how you're going to continue to grow your network. And I think one of the the most amazing things about what you just said is the fact that I hear so often from people, I don't want to limit myself and I don't want to carve my niche so narrow that, that I miss opportunities. But in fact, Carving out that niche, defining your brand, and really, really establishing an important message attracts the people you want, you know, to you. So it's actually more beneficial to do it that way than trying to appeal to everybody simultaneously and really watering down who you are. 
So that's, uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. This has been uh, an amazing episode. I have appreciated this so much. What we always do at the end of every episode is ask all of our guests, what is the best piece of career advice that you could pass along to this next generation? So what would that be? I know that's a pretty loaded question. (laughs) That is a loaded question, but I would say if I can give any career advice, it's always stay ready so you don't have to get ready. This is what I say. So always make sure that your uh, always make sure that your resume is updated. Always make sure that your profile's updated. Always make sure you're practicing how to interview. Things change so much and if if we've seen anything this year, it's that layoffs do happen and things happen mm-hmm. unexpectedly and a lot of people are being caught off guard and having to start from scratch with their resume because they weren't consistently updating it with the jobs they've had. So once again, if you can take anything away from this in the future, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Mm, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant message. I love it. So uh, I know that after today's uh, session, uh, individuals are going to want to connect with you, particularly on LinkedIn, but also just find your content and, uh, and, and follow what you're doing. So what are the best ways to reach out and connect with you and how can people do that? Yeah. So if you want to connect with me, you can obviously find me on LinkedIn. Uh, if you want to book a jam session with me, my link's at the top of my page. You can always DM me. I answer all my DMs. So you know, send me a message if you want to talk. You can also send me an email at jamie at jamsessionswithjamie.com. Um, so that's J-A-M-I-E at jamsessionswithjamie.com. And yeah, there's plenty of different ways you can reach me. And if you don't even want to do a session with me, if you want some <laughs> quick free advice, I'm always there to give it, you know, give any advice that I can and help out in any way possible. Mm-hmm. And I can personally attest to that. I think one of the the cool things about Jamie is his responsiveness. And and even though you know he has, you know, developed this great following and uh, produces this great content, I'm sure he gets lots of questions. He is very responsive and uh, and is really willing to go that extra mile for the people um, who, who asked for it. So um, thank you again, Jamie. This was absolutely fantastic. We've appreciated, appreciated having you on today so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it and hope everyone has a great day. Yes. This is your career GPS and your journey awaits.